podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, everybody. It's Chris here from the Always Smile and Face of Podcast and the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. Before you start listening to this audio, bearing in mind that this recording was recorded on August the 1st, just after the club had released the news about the balloting system and the, the membership. Since then, within 24 hours, the club have done a dramatic U-turn after feedback from, from fans. So bear that in mind when you are listening to this podcast. It was recorded as an instant reaction with our thoughts and opinions on what the club had done and produced and informed fans of. Like I said, that has changed now. There has been a U-turn. So go on to nufc.co.uk to find out what is happening now in relation to memberships and balloting of match day tickets. Enjoy the show. Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. Uh, we have decided to do a prompt reaction to the news which we saw today, uh, being the 1st of August. Uh, I am your host tonight, Chris, joined by Ian, Joe and Daryl. Boys, we're going to make this a, a pretty quick recording, as quick as we possibly can, but I think the news which was released today by the club about the membership and the ballot and the pricing of, of tickets for the upcoming season needs to be addressed because we are very quick at this moment in time to praise the club for everything which they do right. I think when the opposite happens, we need to address this as well. I have the three yous on with me because yous are the three which will be affected by this from lads that previously purchased memberships, wanting to renew that, for this upcoming season as well. So I'm going to start with with you, first of all, Daryl. Um, mm-hmm. Because I'll, I'll probably argue say about from the rest of the lads that are, that are with us tonight, you, you probably attended the most games last season. Um, with the news today, okay, and I'll just go through what the, the club announced. Okay, so there was questions already about membership and, and unanswered questions, I'll say. And people bought the memberships without realising knowing what you got with these memberships and how you would be affected in relation to, to, to buying tickets. But the club tweeted out this morning saying the membership ballot for our first game of the season against Aston Villa at St. James's Park will open at 10 a.m. tomorrow. It will close at 10 a.m. on Friday. So we've got a three-day window there for memberships, really. Um, then the news followed, Daryl, that if you were successful in getting a ticket, you could then be charged anywhere between £48 and £78, I believe it is. Have the club shot themselves in the foot with this one? Yes. This is the simple answer to that. Um, I mean, it's not just that price range. It's it's just the way that it's being worded in, in the publication there. And, and, and when you read into it and you think, like, the way things like the, the tickets are just going to be automatically allocated to people. So somebody who budgets to go to a game for 44, 48 pound or whatever it is, could suddenly end up paying an extra 30 quid on top of that through no fault of their own. 
because of the way the, the ballot will automatically allocate people their tickets. Now, we've had discussions, I mean, not just in our group chat um, or even in the members Telegram group, which you can get into if you subscribe and become a member for two ninety nine a month. But um, Twitter has just been on fire. All social media has been up the wall. Um, it's it's going to play havoc with people's budgets. And I'm not just talking about budgets in terms of their tickets as well. You've got to think everything comes into effect then because their travel expenses, um, you know, trains aren't cheap these days. And all these last minute arrangements, if you suddenly find that you've got a ticket for a game, it's going to cost people a lot of money. And it's really going to hurt people financially, especially in the times that we're living in. Um, mm. And it's, for me, and I'm sure we'll get onto it, it definitely could have been organised better. Um, you would hope that the club will use this as a one-time experience to learn from and never repeat anything like this ever again uh, going forward because I'm sure, like I said, we'll, we'll get into the details of the options that are available to them going forward. Um, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, sorry, it, it's just it just seems like a massive home goal. Mm. So, Joel, we, we've been quite active in, in, in our very own WhatsApp group today, the Gallagher Jobs one, where, where anybody that, that that's part of the channel is, is in that one. And it, it got a bit animated throughout that this morning uh, when, when those screenshots going back and forwards and people disagreeing with the way that the club had worded things, okay? And I, I just want to read a certain section out of this, and it says, those members that are successful in the ballot will be contacted by 5pm on Friday, the 4th of August, and payment will be processed. Seats are allocated randomly, so you could be allocated tickets in an area of the stadium with the ticket range of £44 to £74 for an adult ticket. First of all, what I want to address, and I want to hear your opinion on this one, Joe, is that it says you will be contacted by the club. Okay? That is a very big terminology. What's your thoughts on that? My thoughts are they haven't learned at all from the issues that they had with Wembley back in February. We mentioned this briefly on the uh, latest Canny Chatter episode where they had this opportunity back in February to see how a ballot system works and see how dividing tickets up amongst fans can be implemented successfully. And they had teething problems with this. We know that there were some issues. I mean, to be honest with you, as far as the, the Wembley thing went, I actually thought for the first time it was pretty good. But now that they've had that, it, been and done that, why have they continued with this same um, the, the, the sort of wording? Like they almost feel like they're being purposefully um, vague. Vague, holding back. Ambiguous yeah. is what I'm looking for. Yeah, thank you. Like it's almost like they're doing that on purpose, which seems the complete opposite of what we're we're company uh, we couldn't have been used to under the new regime. Obviously, under Ashley, it was a case of you. It was like trying to get blood out of a stone and. 99% of the time, the new ownership has been really forthcoming uh, and you know very transparent in what they say. I just find it really weird that this whole ticketing thing is um, is the complete opposite, almost. It's, it's, it's very weird, and I'm wondering why that is. Is it because they aren't confident enough with this, but you know, timescales have kind of forced their hand? Is it a case of they feel like it's genuinely enough information? Which, considering how many people have had to ring up the box office, to get answers to basic questions, by the way. And a lot of the answers that have um, have come out from the club have been like maybe one or two days after the first bit of information comes out. And you think, well, okay, hang on a minute. That information was surely in your hands 
at the time you put out this first statement, why didn't you just release it all at the same time? Like for uh, when everyone went for memberships at 10 a.m. And then it was after the initial rush came, literally, what, two, three hours later, that they said in the queue, memberships are unlimited and you can access them throughout the season. Why wasn't that said in the initial uh, an initial information post. It's just things like that. And it baffles me. I just feel like there needs to be a more mature handle on this in terms of communicating things to supporters up front because mm. it's been such a good relationship built up so far. It feels like this is a black mark on what has been an almost perfect start to the new. I think one of the issues as well, Ian, is that the fact that said that you will be contacted the way I read that was different to certain people's opinions in our group where certain people's opinions, well, a couple of people's to be fair, were saying that the club will ring you, then process the payment. I will be very, very shocked if Newcastle United box office is doing outbound phone calls to inform around about 10,000 plus lucky people that have managed to get a ticket there saying, by the way, you're being successful in the ballot, uh, the ballot, and you owe us this amount of money, which is obviously a thirty-pound range in there. My opinion on is is that the club will email you, telling you, yes, you have been successful. This is your ticket, and we are processing this payment. And by processing this payment, I think if you check your bank account first thing in the morning on Friday, you will see that transaction has gone through before you've even received an email. What's your thoughts? A hundred percent agree with every word you've just said. Um, I think it'll be there'll be a system. I'm not an IT whiz by any means, but I think it'll be a system where those that are successful, it'll bring up their membership numbers, it'll bring up their emails, and it'll just like have a send to all. Um, it'll just be a generic email. It was very similar. It was very similar to what you said as well about the likelihood is if you checked your bank, you'd probably know beforehand. I think that was very similar to Wembley as well. Um, I can't see... I mean, when you go into the box office, there's like two people there. I cannot see them ringing. I, they'll probably have a back office somewhere, but I cannot yeah, see them, like you say, ringing out to 10,000 people. Um, it'll all be done automatically. Um, so I think if we just think about this, and, and people that have worked in the likes of contact centres before, for one company that is renowned for the likes of, of sales or retention or whatever it may be, to make 10,000 phone calls in one yeah. day is pretty hard work. For yeah. Newcastle United box office to do that is not happening. And that's why I'm saying that. It's just, it's not going to happen. And that's got to be done every couple of weeks as well. Every yeah. every home game. It's not a one-off. It's not like Wembley. Yeah. it's Imagine if you had two, you could have potentially two, three home games in a week. There's no, no way that they'll, they'll be doing that. It'll be all automatic, it'll be all email yeah. generated. Um, I just think in terms of, like you say, even the, the information about the memberships that were sent out, that was very vague. You had the, the same sort of, not the exact same question, but the same sort of style questions when they came out, like not just from one or two people, that was like very, very sort of um, specific question. And it was a, a broad, well, can I do X, Y, and Z if I do this? I think they've released, again, they've released very, very vague instructions and vague information that is just generating more and more questions than, than it is answers. And like you say, they've, th- this wouldn't have been thought about just over the summer. This would have been, this would have been well into sort of the, the second half of the season, going back 
potentially around sort of February time, the the, the cup final time. Like Joe said, you've had a, a chance of of gauging how well that worked, and I agree with Joe for the most part, it, it worked quite well. Obviously, the, the the sort of categories is another another conversation, and we'll not get started on that again. But I just think there's already sort of just sitting thinking today. There's two or three different um, options that I've thought of that would be much better. And sort of looking at social media, although I try to stay off that day and and looking at what other people have said in the members chat and the group chat, it it seems like it's the the same sort of ideas. So surely it it can't be. To to be fair, Ian, when I've gone on social media today, this news has not gone down well. No, not at all. A lead balloon. It has, and, and and like I said at the very start of this, this is probably the first time the club have really put the foot in it with this one. And, and Daryl, we know for fine well is that they have been ticketing meetings behind the scenes mm-hmm. with Newcastle United fans and supporters, whoever it may be. Were they not listening? Well, it generates that question, doesn't it? I mean, you know, the, the club have clearly come in with a direction in which they want to go, and I, one of the parties hasn't been listening yet, you feel, as a result of this is what's come out today. And it's either been a case of, have the club not listened to the concerns of the fans that were present in those meetings, or vice versa. And you would hate to think it would be the case of, that we haven't listened to what the club have been saying in these meetings, because you know we're not going to be the, we aren't the first club to try this and go digital. You know, I think Man City are already in there. Um, you know, there'll be other clubs. And I'm sure as well, when the club have thought about going down this road and through this process that have looked at the other clubs that are already doing it and try to base a model on them. But again, I agree with what Joe was saying earlier and what Ian mentioned about Wembley. Wembley was the perfect example of a ballot system that tended to work in the majority. And again, because it was done, and I know we haven't quite come on to it yet about possible solutions to this, but when it came to a tiered system in the ballot and you could select your price range in which you wanted mm. to enter, et cetera, et cetera, it worked for Wembley. And I think it's something that should be implemented here. And I'm sure we'll come on with a quick discussion before we end about that. Um, but it really does feel like there's been a breakdown in communication somewhere. Um, and like I said before, I'm, I'm hopeful, um, given the, the way the club have handled things so far, that there will be some sort of solution reached very quickly. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the I think we can probably all agree that the idea of a ballot in principle is actually the best way forward. I really like yeah. the implementation of that for both home games and the fact that introducing it for a small section of fans for away games. Um, again, it's it's I think it's a way of rewarding loyalty for those fans who have accrued you know the loyalty points over the years, but also giving you fans the opportunity to get in that door. Um, mm. But I think that the nuances around what it means to have randomly allocated seats has been lost within this process. Uh, like one group of fans, for instance, which hasn't really been spoken about too much, are disabled fans. And this is something that affects me directly. So I've got family that use the wheelchair seats, right? And we uh, and they were members last year, and we got the same tickets in the leases every for every game that they could, because they used the uh, the the car park that was near, and it meant that there wasn't a lot of uh, distance needed to cover in the in the uh, wheelchair, you know, between the car and getting into the stadium, and it also meant avoiding the crowds, which are absolutely hectic. Now, if we're getting allocated random seats, which could be pitch side level one or up in the gods in level seven, that could you know implement a whole new host of problems which 
um, which would be avoided if you were able to pick those seats. Uh, but again, the club have not mentioned anything about this. For and then for does that supporters. restrict the chances of that disabled fan being successful in the ballot as well? Mm. Well, I would imagine because Wembley, they had uh, disabled fans had the like wheelchair users had their own ballot, um, right? So okay. it was a separate ballot from that the main would one. Make so sense. I, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, so you, you need to be a you need to be registered disabled, um, have a registered disability account with the club in order to buy. Uh, the, the you know the wheelchair spots with the care receipt. So I would imagine they were going to a separate pot, which obviously makes sense. But again, the random allocation, it feels like you're you're not taking people's needs into account. It feels it's not like simple, been excluded, it's not doesn't simple. It? it does, and it's 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 sad because if it should be a basic thing that the club has thought about with this. But again, it just feels like the new ones of randomly allocating seats, whether it's a financial decision uh, issue or whether it's uh you know, a disability issue, these things should be part and parcel of these discussions that have been had. But I think it comes down to clarity, though, Joe, doesn't it? There's just no clarity. Yeah. And there's so many mm-hmm. questions, which, once again, are unanswered. There was these questions last week which are unanswered. And we've got even more now, even more just to add into that pile. And you've got, like you said earlier, you've got people ringing the box office saying, what's happened? And the box office staff don't really know either. They're saying, well, I can't say for certain, but we think it's this. Like, nobody cool. knows it's what someone, It's open to their interpretation. Exactly. Which... Exactly could then that. get like for instance i can't remember who it was last week literally phoned the box office and, and put on twitter and then that, if, if, that, if, that, yeah, if that could if that was lost in translation he's then communicating potentially wrong information I'm not saying that he is but it's just all down to interpretation like you say it's just it's so so vague and for we've, we've praised the sort of ownership and the amount of communication that's coming out since they've taken over and it just feels like for something, I get there's a lot of detail and a lot of factors have to go into it, but something is as important and as sort of black and white as tickets. Like, you, I, I just don't get how they've got this so wrong. Like, mm. like you say, touching on solutions, what, what Daryl said, entering a ballot that potentially has different price ranges or even if you are successful, so that communication that come out could be an email that sends to, you to the login. It's got your, your membership number. Mm-hmm. That knows that you've won the ballot, and then you can go in and select your own seat site. Like, and that could be a symbol, like Wembley, as a text mm-hmm. message, a yeah. text message with a link where you click on the link, yeah, and it takes absolutely. you to a payment site. It, yeah. it just to come in as well, um, you know, this isn't just a, an issue around the likes of those fans who require the use of a wheelchair. This is about that sort of issues, like mobility issues and other things. Like you've got people who sort of like struggle to be in the middle of a big crowd people who would rather have the choice of being able to go and choose a specific seat, for example, next to stairs, so that they've got an extra little bit of room if they need to stretch out or if they need to be able to make a quick a quick exit or entry to the stadium to avoid crowds and crowded spaces. Um, and I think going forward, there has to be that option where if you get selected into a price bracket, so the ballot is for a price bracket rather than the whole... Like for a tiered system, basically. So for your twenty, Wembley. for your, yeah, yeah. So for your forty-four pound tickets or your seventy-four pound tickets, etc., or anything in between, per ballot, you know, per price range, anyway. Um, and it's got to be that. So the system will know how many people have been successful in the ballot. So theoretically, those balloted people couldn't sell out a section. If you know what I mean, they couldn't sell out mm. that allocation. So everybody would have the choice of being able to go in and select an individual seat within that price range, and that's how it really should be done. Because otherwise, for me, 
honestly, if it was me and I was in that situation and I felt like I needed to secure a specific seat, you know what it would? It would put me off even entering the ballot in the first place. And that's the real problem that club face here is it's going to exclude a lot of people. And a lot of people will then, as we've sort of hinted on earlier, will feel like, well, why did I bother paying 37 quid for membership when I feel like I won't be able to go to a game because of all these restrictions that's been placed on us? Even possibly even a more simple solution, uh, probably, but well, maybe not more simple, but a, a similar solution would be just put the uh, the ballot into four brackets. So mm-hmm. you're into a ballot, and they say, okay, you were part of um, tier one, so therefore you get first pick on Monday. You've got 24 hours on Monday to pick your seat in any price bracket you want. So, so if someone ended up say, say it was yeah, in four tiers, and someone was at the bottom tier in tier four, and they couldn't get it till Thursday. If the only tickets that were left were like really expensive platinum seats, I don't think you could then really have like, you know, begrudge her too much because you think, okay, well, you know, I was at the bottom of the pile. I'm getting what's left mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, I mean, the club could argue, well, you know, we want to sell those seats first. So, you know, there's there's that. But I think if you had it that way, at least people would have less of a um, argument because like you say, you're at the bottom of the pile and then you just try again and hopefully you get them an option that way. Yeah, it's given them exactly. It gives people an option whether they want to pay like 44 quid or 74 quid. Um, and and, you know, that could be that could be a solution. I also think, sorry, just quickly harking back to the communication, they say the price range here, but they haven't actually said how many seats are within these price ranges. Yeah, there could literally be what say 500 seats, just say 500 seats at 74 quid, but the majority of them are 54 quid or less. That puts a false narrative and a false expectation yeah. of what's actually available yeah. and that's just unfair because at the end of the day the club are the ones who are getting a hiding here mm. because of yeah. this random allocation and they're just shooting themselves in the foot like we said I think the, the, other, the other thing that we have to consider as well is and don't get me wrong you know considering the success that we've had on the pitch last season and where we now find ourselves as a club going forward this sort of thing was going to be inevitable but yeah. There is a significant price increase from what was yeah. available in seasons before. I mean, I think it's gone up at least twenty quid from previous seasons. That's uh, like on, touching on, on, on that. like the season tickets, Daryl, because that's yeah, season exactly. have gone up and removed the membership perks as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know that there is that the cost side of it as well. That's another thing. Sorry, real quick. Um, the resale. How is yeah. that going to work? Is that going to be a free for all, or is it going to be a case of if you're sat working at home, you could just have maybe your phone by your side and just constantly refreshing like mm-hmm. Twickets or whatever, and hope something pops up? Um, is that going to be the case? Or are you going to are they going to sell it for the same amount that a season ticket holder would pay for on a per game basis? Like it's it's all sure really ambiguous. There will be plenty of more questions that will come to everybody's <laughs> mind, and well, plenty of more questions which will not be answered as well for a, for a long time. And I, I just fear that the first couple of games well probably mm. the first month of games is going to be mm. absolute carnage around St James's Park and that's including away tickets we haven't even mentioned that yet the news about that today but we'll touch on that in a mm. different podcast I think a lot of people will watch this and say that well if you can't afford 70 odd quid then you shouldn't be entering the ballot in the first place okay and I think what we have to realize now is people budget these days right somebody might have 100 quid in the account but they've budgeted that 40 quid to get a ticket then if they, the next day, have 70, 80 quid coming out of their account, that's going to be a shock, okay? That's why I think the club have massively messed up on this one. They have removed that option for people, completely removed it and said, if you're lucky, we are going to take this or that. That mm-hmm. doesn't sit right with me. Nah, absolutely yeah. not. 
closing thing I would like to say though is no matter how annoying and how how maybe frustrating this might be for some people, for the love of God, please do not ring the box office and start abusing staff. I've heard yeah. that's happened. That's not on. They're they're not at fault. They're doing their jobs. It's it's a system. It's a process that has got teeth and problems, but they're not to blame. So you know, if you do ring up, just be kind for, for the love of God. Yeah. Come on, yeah, be kind. I be think that just just when I say the the biggest issue as well is how close this is to the first game of the season. Mm. Like I feel that maybe as if it had been done, what end of May, start of June. You probably wouldn't. Yes, you would have been a little bit irate at the start of it, but you would have had time to settle down. Lots of time for answers. Lots of time to to sort those teething problems out. There's literally what a week until the first game of the season. Like, I mean, it's it's not just that. Released this transcript that was seen today and these questions that have been answered today before the membership goes on sale. Yeah, and that would have prevented a lot of people uh-huh. going for these memberships. Like a lot of people said thousands. A lot of people have said that they wouldn't have paid them at membership if they knew just how much was going to happen. You know, whether it was unlimited memberships or whether it was the, the way the balances was going to work. It's almost like false advertisement. It's, yeah, it's it's like, it feels like it's been like, a, I don't want to use the word, but a little bit of a con. Like, I'm the same. Like, it feels it. it feels yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, I probably would have been less inclined to, to buy memberships for me, Joey and Zovi, knowing that. Yes, I get that you know, the ballot. There's a little chance that you won't go. There's a big chance you won't go anyway. But to then go to the game, but not even be able to pick. Essentially, not even be able to pick what product you get. Like it's like yeah. going into a shop, giving someone the money, and just being like, "Oh, he has, he has what we've got for that money." Like, yeah, you're like getting this TV on that <laughs> TV. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so you're right. Some people hate being behind the goal. Some people want to be right in the middle. Um, yeah, and it's what you said before, like Daryl, about you know. Picking what you want because of one yeah. reason or another. Mm. The club well, will learn. I think the, I think the amount of backlash that's happened, the yeah. club the, surely has to come yeah. out with something and change. Like, like I said, there's going to be plenty more questions coming our way, and and we're just going to tackle it as as it comes, and <laughs> that, that's all we can do right now. Hopefully, the club may take a bit of a sidestep on this one and change things slightly. I wouldn't be surprised if they do, but once again, I wouldn't be surprised if it's set in stone now, where they say this is a decision we've made. We're going to stick with it for this season. We'll, we'll soon find out. Um, it's been a pleasure, boys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to this one or watching this one. Um, if you do just want to give the podcast a five-star rating, if you have enjoyed this, it helps us out massively. If you do want more content like this, you can get it early access. It is just $2.99 a month, and you do get access to that Telegram group, which Daryl mentioned earlier. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Bye. Podcast Network.